Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit show. Featuring Justin Curry at Wizard of Whiskey, Mark Pruitt at Resonant Prose, and Julia Men at The Wee Tipple. And now, pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know you will. Hey, what's up, Ramblers? It's episode 17, is that right, guys? Sure. Show me, show me what's up, 17, that's right. Uh, we are doing uh, round two of whiskey and food pairings, uh, double penetration, uh, double dipping, I mean, in the food sense. Um, always a good thing for us. How did you not see that coming, Julian? <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. We're not even 30 seconds into the show and we've already thrown this one in the shitter. Ah, classic swig and ramble shenanigannery. I, you know what? I think that this should be a game. This should be a part of the drinking game. Fuck up the introduction. How quickly can we do it? Yeah. You know what? The, the last episode was, was really great and we wanted to delve into this. So ramblers, uh, as always, I am joined by the lovely and talented Justin Curry at Bevfluence um, with his wonderful wave as he wistfully plays with his beard um the the hardened the hardened felon and snorting julia men um she wants fluterino to shoot a man just to watch him die um at the wee tipple please don't ever fuck with her because it is bad news um i'm still picking slivers out of my ass uh and i am mark pruitt at resident pros for all of your uh whiskey writing needs uh, guys, uh, what do we have in the news? Uh, some RTD bullshit, and I'm I'm hardcore. I'm out. But, but, okay, yeah, no. See, no. you're one of those whiskey snobs, aren't you? No, Only- no. I just legit. I have tasted this year alone over seventy five RTDs. Uh, Every single one of them was garbage. Have you tasted this one though? I don't know. Which one are you talking about? Okay, well, I'm talking about Smokehead. Garbage. You might know them from... Oh, shut the front door, man. <laughs> I'm kidding, Smokehead. I don't know. Send a sample. Oh, God, Mark, mute yourself. Justin, sit down and shut up. Let me talk about the goddamn fucking news, okay? Laying down the law, bitches. Yeah, I that's right. I wasn't on mute. You heard that? Yes, we... Fuck off, Mark. Everyone drink. While I talk also, about Smokehead. What was... What was, what was I'm ju- pretty we sure... Came up with the, <clears throat> we came up with a hashtag for Justin last show. I forgot it already. Yes, yes. I'm Just surprised stop. you forgot something. I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Christiana Amanpour's tagline is "I'm doing the news, bitches." So I think you stole that from her. Oh, cool. Well, I'm trying to do the fucking news, bitches. Anyway, so hashtag smoking. just stop. Jesus Christ, Mark, shut up. <laughs> Smokehead, you might know them as a heavily peated. Isla Single Malt Scotch. Well, they are now producing RTDs. And for those of you who don't know what RTDs is yet, one, get out from out of the rock you've been living under. Uh, Mark still has that completely black background, so he's obviously hiding in a cave. You lock me in this fucking dungeon to do the show. You won't let me partake in all of the samples we have. And we're still going to make fun of you for it. Um, But RTD stands for ready to drink. So these are canned cocktails, pre-made you don't have to, you know, get a bunch of equipment and make shit at your own house. You can just buy it, crack it, and drink it. So they are using their heavily peated 
Isla Single Malt in an RTD. They have two flavors. Uh, one is the single malt mixed with cola and the other one is a ginger and lime. It's both at 6% ABV. Did they call uh, it Smoky Cokey? No, but they totally <laughs> missed out on that awesome opportunity. Uh, I, I just have one thing to say to these as people. fucking please, please ridiculous stop. as that is it just cracks me up just, you have something to say yes just stop. Uh, uh, of the many things that stop. we of the many things that I have said on this show of the many times that I have ground this show to a halt with the things that I have said I have seen that look on Justin's face maybe three times. And he just, if I could have taken a picture of it, it should be his fucking profile picture because he throws that look down and it is just the look of disdain. Uh, the thing is, I don't think they're going to just stop because Smokin is actually the first producer of a peated single malt RTD. So I am I just, just, I, I am. Lens do a, an RTD? <laughs> what? Didn't one of the Glens do an RTD? I don't, you know what? No, moving on. What else you got, Jules? Nothing. Oh, wait, one of, the, one of the fondest memories that I have is going to the Greek theater in Los Angeles and carrying up a big bag of RTDs from the Jack Daniels lineup and drinking them in the park before going into the show and watching concerts. So I, for what it is, fucking A. I, I don't know that I would go and pay for a Smoky Cokey or how much this shit is versus a Jack Daniels cooler, but there's a time uh. and place for it. That's also true. I like drinking things for free. I would totally try it, see if it's any good. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure I really go out and buy RTDs. I'd rather just drink through my stash of whiskey or wine or gin. So, you know, Justin, you seem a little little on edge, a little peeved today. Is there something that's souring your mash? Are you a little upset about anything? You know what, goddammit, I am. I am really irritated by people who don't like fake cheese. Like, seriously, get off your fucking high horses, America, and France, and, well, literally the entire rest of the world, I guess. Um, no, But he's I, really talking about Mark. Mark, get off your goddamn fucking high horse. A little bit of professional courtesy would be nice, okay? We all have our different tastes. We were in a farmer's market in Nice several, a year before COVID, several months before, before COVID, I guess. Um, and everybody was so nice and hang out and chill. It was a French fucking farmer's market. You go here, everyone has a, I'm assuming some kind of organic gluten-free stick up their ass. And I'm just like, why the how in the fuck are you people this disdainful towards what I choose to eat? Did you bring out a box of fucking Cheez-Its in the French market? You're goddamn right I did. And you know what? They fucking loved it. Oh, these are so good. Why don't they do this like Americana? They, they fucking, it was great. They look at me like I'm stabbing their fucking goat or something. Like everyone needs to simmer their shit down and let people eat whatever the fuck they want to eat. I would just like to clarify and point out that that was Justin speaking. That was not Mark speaking. Please, HR, have the conversation with the right person. Uh, HR is sitting this one out, boys. <laughs> yeah, they they quit months ago. <laughs> Julia, what do you? What's something's got to sour your mash? Uh, Julia, go, Julia. Yeah. Well, there was something stupidly irritating the other day. We know people have fucking problems driving and they do some crazy shit. But what's really irritating is when they don't merge onto the highway properly at the correct speed. You can't merge onto a highway at 30 miles per hour, motherfucker. 
lay on that gas pedal, bitch. Oh my God. And then I was honking and like trying to wave the person in front of me because they weren't fucking going because I was on the ramp behind them trying to merge on. Then of course there were a bunch of cars and trucks and shit. Oh my God. It was so obnoxious. Like this person just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And I'm like, dude, you're a grown ass adult and you don't look ancient or decrepit like i don't know maybe they were completely infirm but then why were they behind the wheel of a goddamn fucking car anyway oh my god now i'm irritated now that i'm talking about it i was zen and calm before and now what was i really no youtube pissed me oh my god what is kobe doing here well first of all i thought we were renamed is the contest still going on to rename kobe the, the contest is still going on so he is the soft formerly known as no name Hashtag whiskey puppet, whiskey sock puppet, hashtag whiskey sock puppet. Yeah, we're just waiting for a really fantastic entry of what we should call him because right now they've been some best. I've got it. My entry is this. And if I win, I'm flying myself out to the party. Velociraptor. Ooh. Sit down, right, continue with you. Sit down, Frenchie. We've had enough of your shit. <laughs> continue <laughs> with, with your continue with the show. Uh, Mark, what's ours your mash besides Justin? Being involved with spirits and being able to talk about stuff and maybe having an understanding on just I know a thimbleful about whiskey, okay? And I don't know jack shit about anything else. Um, mostly because I forget and I'm old, but um, the conversations at Total Wine are what sour my mash because I'm looking at, I, I was looking to buy a gift for a friend. I think I referenced this before and I, I was picking something up and there was a couple that was behind me and the conversation that they were having, the the uh, loosely I'll call it deductive reasoning was to determine which bottle they wanted to buy. Um Oh, that's a really cool bottle. We should look at that. Oh, uh, you know, John Smith says that this is really good and that we should get it and that it's worth $120 or, you know, blackened whiskey is by Megadeth and we should try that or, you know, a host of other sort of incorrect. Yes, sir, Justin. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought I was Metallica, but continue. It was Metallica. That's my point. That's the joke, my friend. Um, so what you're saying is people are, people are the worst. I mean, people aren't the worst, but, you know, maybe it's just me. I sit there and I try not to be a snob and I try not to say anything, but listening to other people's conversations, I swear to God, there was a couple, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago when I went at some point in my life, I was at a Total Wine and they were literally having a serious conversation as to whether or not the guy could buy that uh, bucket of dick whiskey that comes in the decanter that looks like a baseball the hall of fame baseball whiskey or whatever the fuck it is. It's, it's terrible juice, but it actually comes in a really cool bottle and it's horribly overpriced. I don't even know what it is. You and mean, you mean Cooperstown? Yeah. The Cooperstown stuff. Okay. What is that supposed to be good juice? I, I've been there to the distillery. Well, congratulations. I, you know, I will not, I will not have anyone on the show disparage anyone. I mean, I guess technically that's all we do. Have you been on the last Literally, fucking 16 episodes? 17 episodes. That's all we do is find disparage. Continue your disparagement, sir. No, I mean, look, if it's if I stand to be corrected, please let me know. But I believe that that juice is horribly overpriced for what it is. And for the record, 
fucking Justin just nodded his head in acknowledgement. So Justin just had a bite of his cinnamon bear, or whatever the hell. These I was gonna say is that looks like a gummy bear. Cinnamon flavored gummy bears because oh. why the fuck not? Is that a, is that a that is that like... an ed- edible? Is that an edible gummy bear? It is not. I have a little something something in it. No, but it's about to have whiskey. Ooh. Speaking of which. Ooh, would... what? Okay, wait, what whiskey is that? And are you putting the cinnamon gummy bear in it? This is, I'm not, because I'm not a total asshole. Wait a minute. Um, I'm a little pissed off here. What? You guys just fucking steamrolled over my total wine conversations? You were talking about it forever. We're moving on, man. You soured your mash. It's mashed. Now it's in the fermenter. Let's move on. Yeah. Now it's in, it's in the next stage of the distillation. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking... Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. This is the B520, B for bingo. Um, it's 127.2. B for bitch. Wow. And I have to say, I'm thoroughly enjoying this particular spirit with dark chocolate, although it does very, very well with milk chocolate as well. This is a chocolate. Uh, last episode. Jesus Christ, Mark. Really what? <clears throat> Really? Can't even get through one set. Can't even get through one what's in my glass. Nope. Um, That's his revenge for you. What we were talking about last episode, we're pairing opposites. Potentially you can pair either opposites or you can pair contrast or you can pair, you know, like with like, similar with similar, you know, profiles. Um, With a barrel proof whiskey, you really want something that's going to cut through either vice versa. So if I'm eating food with this, I would probably have something super creamy or dessert because it would go very very well it doesn't have to always be chocolate mm. we're going to talk about this a little more in the episode but yeah this would be um, like a nice lemon meringue or what's and he's just talking to you what's in your glass uh, there mark um i have elijah craig uh, also elijah craig toasted barrel um i've talked about it before it's very bourbony cheers um but i have paired it up with a and Andy's Mint, you remember those? You used to get them uh, leaving your favorite uh, Mexican restaurant or the Velvet Turtle if you had those uh, where you lived when you were a kid and your your mom and dad had to drop the, the nickel or whatever the fuck it was at, at that point in time. And uh, this is a good combination because the Toasted Barrel has that sweet vanilla overtone and then you have the chocolate and the, that punch of the mint and they they just they play very nice together mm. are you done may i talk and do my thing or are you just gonna no but go ahead anyways okay. please do because i i want to learn more about the ghost behind mark but go ahead Julia. <laughs> uh i am doing one of my favorite pairings and actually a really solid whiskey in my arsenal. Teeling, small batch, Irish whiskey. It's delightful. Just, it's, it's light. You got some of that grain. You got some of that sweet, creamy lightness. It's just, mm, mm, get into it. One of my favorite parts of the show is when Julia swishes stuff around in her mouth right about now. And now she's going to spit it out. And fuck off. <laughs> so this is 75% corn and 25% malted barley, 46% ABV. Uh, there's a little bit of heat on the tip of the tongue, but then it mellows out really quite nicely. And I'm getting this kind of nice, rich, round, honeyed, creamy note 
a little bit of a little bit of baking spice and not overwhelmingly so I've definitely had other whiskeys that were way more intense with like the the molasses fruit cake vibe but there's definitely a little bit of that coming through on this and I again kind of like the guys pairing it with chocolate but I love to pair this with a dark chocolate just because I find they really compound and make each other even more rich and more creamy and decadent and delightful. So just try it and thank me later. Cheers. Cheers. Fix is one of my favorite Jimmy Buffett songs, by the way. Mm. Well, kids, I believe we are going to continue in this episode talking about food and whiskey. And we are choosing whiskey purposefully because, well, we were founded as a whiskey show. Now, don't get me wrong. We enjoy other things. Uh, Julia and I both have a, an extensive wine background as well. Um, Mark, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he does as a day job, but um, so we, we chose whiskey first because that's the, that's the thing that brought the three of us together was, was whiskey. So in future episodes, we are going to be talking about all sorts of things. We mentioned a little bit last week, whiskey and cigars. I have mm. five humidors back here that my wife won't let me touch. So we're going to be doing those at some point. Um, but uh, whiskey and food, we talked, we touched on, we touched on some of the basics. Now let's get to some of the fun. Yeah. Some of my all-time favorite pairings are the most outlandish things you could ever imagine. Um, or I don't know if you can, you probably imagine some really crazy shit if you watch things on, on the Twitch and if you're drinking RTDs, but um Chocolate, of course, uh, decadent, rich, dark, and whatever chocolate, chocolate mousse. I actually made a bourbon chocolate mousse. That was like my jam for the so years um, was, was bourbon chocolate mousse. I actually want to talk a little bit about some recipes that I came up with through my tenure as a, as a cook and as a chef. Um, one that I have to make my wife is chicken strudel. It's, it's a real simple recipe. It's kind of like a chicken filling with peas and some other things. Um, but I, I wrap it in um, pilo dough and I turn it into a strudel. Um, and I'll, maybe, maybe if you're lucky, we'll put the recipes up in a later, um, on some later posts. But um, pairing that with something like uh, a Glenmo Signet. Beautiful, because it's creamy. It's got a little bit of spice because I use I use a kind of a curry base in it. Um, I make my own curry. I don't buy like store-bought curry. Um, so those kinds of interesting pairings we're going to talk about a little bit today. Who's got some stuff that they want to share? Because I know we've got some ramblers who definitely pitched in and told us some really cool shit. Um, number so, two going to be one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, wait for that. It's totally going to be worth it. Um, well, I had a brilliant idea last night when I was thinking about this show and whiskey pairings and thinking about dessert. And I was enjoying actually one of my really favorite drams, which is the Belveni Doublewood. And I was, it's so rich and decadent and sweet and fantastic. And then all of a sudden it hit me. I need to pair it with tiramisu holy shit, I think that would be mind-blowingly fantastic. Now, if anyone has a vegan gluten-free recipe for tiramisu that's edible, let a girl know, because my tiramisu days might be over. But 
if you're not vegan and gluten-free, try it and let me know how it is. Cause I was very excited when I thought of it. I didn't realize we were on an episode, we were recording the show with a godless communist, but all right. I'm sorry my body hates things and that I actually have morals. Mark saved me here with morals. I don't, I got nothing. We probably shouldn't even go there. I feel like uh, we should. None of us have morals. That's why we all get along. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, that's also true. We should probably get to some Rambler's choices of, of their whiskey and food pairings, unless Mark has any favorites he wants to share. I don't have anything earth shattering. I, th- I think I'm still an explorer here uh, from that perspective. On my journey with whiskey, I, I think I'm still trying to figure out where I'm at. I mean, I, I think this chocolate and whiskey thing is, is kind of interesting. And I, last episode, I talked about barbecue and and bourbon and and i i'm kind of i'm excited about what the ramblers have to say why don't why don't we delve into that because that's far more interesting than me making shit up that's 100 percent true you want to split these up or how do you want to do this because yeah, who's who's who do we have first who so who's attached to this person that uh, 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 maybe if you brought this person into the group you know who this is Maybe you should introduce them. I, I think they they just maybe just found us. What know? we have a random rambler? This nobody maybe. nobody nobody padded the ranks with this person. Who knows? But Scott is Scott. a real fan of Maker's Mark and Anzac Bickies, which are are, are a cookie. From- what the fuck is a bicky? A bicky is a cookie. Bicky stands for biscuit, little things. which is actually a cookie or a digestif in like New Zealand, Oz, Europe, blah de blah. So Anzac bickies, look them up. They're- when I was when I was in high school, detention was called Bic, B-I-C, Behavioral uh, Improvement Center. So when I saw Bickies, I got a little bit of a flashback. Sorry. It clearly did not do any good for you. Um, Bickies are interesting because they're New Zealand circa World War One. So, yeah. They're a yeah. sweet biscuit that's yeah. that are popular down under and in but Maker's Mark and Bickies. All right, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, Scott. I, I can totally see that though, because for me, Maker's is on that sweeter side, and I really get this banana bread sort of vibe from it. And the baking spices, so I can totally see those pairing really well with those sweet cookies. Yeah, 100%. Julia, I, I think you should take the next one. No, I I, I, th- I thought this was uh, Justin's. He was really excited about this and I, uh, Bonnie's thing. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna call. Well, I guess we already called the person out. Never mind. All right, um, classic Laddie. Uh, for those who don't know what classic Laddie is, it's Brook Laddie. You know, Mark's middle name. Um, and uh, my middle name's Brooklotic, by the way. Brooklotic. Uh, he, he pronounces it Brooklotic. Who uh, who submitted this? Uh, Bonnie submitted this, oh. and it's criminal. Hi, Bonnie. Mark was talking over you. We, we sorry, she likes to pair a classic Laddie I, with. I wanted to say hello to fucking Bonnie. She's a friend of the show. Jesus Christ. The show. And for those of you listening and paying attention, she might be making an appearance. Yay! Sorry, not to give anything away. But, yeah. You know. uh, so uh, the classic Lottie and, and creme brulee 
perfect pairing, scotch and. That's and not what this says. That says crime right. brulee. It does say crime brulee, but I wasn't going to call somebody out for because you're you're typing quickly. You don't you don't know what's going on. It's, it's crime Mark, brulee. Oh, I, I thought that the, I thought that that was something. To, I don't know. It's, it's going to be the next law and order. It's going to be law and order pastry kitchen. It's going to be a whole thing. Um, but CSI uh, crime brulee. Exactly. Cool. So who's who's got next? I'll go next. Sunish. Sunish, my friend. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for submitting this. Um, Ardbeg, Wee Beastie, and Shrimp Cocktail. Oh, hells yeah. Oh, my God. That actually sounds actually incredible. Uh, there's a second one here. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, because going back to that whole briny kind of sea tang vibe. Got some you, of that heat in there. You, I think. you got the zip of the cocktail sauce. Yeah. And, and this is my question. Are we doing shrimp cocktail sauce with this, or are we doing tartar? Oh, <laughs> fuck you and your tartar sauce! Get out of here! I immediately thought cocktail because it what says kind shrimp. of Midwest bullshit is that, letters, guys? I don't want to get it's any like fucking letters. Cocktail. I want to I want to clarify what we're advocating here. We're advocating for shrimp cocktail sauce. Cocktail sauce. Who uses tartar sauce on shrimp? And the wee bestie. Okay, got it. Wee Beastie's okay. I found it to be it's a, it's a little rough because it's a, what Wee Beastie's five years old. It is mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah li- little little rough for me. I mean, it's okay, um, but uh, I think I'd rather have something that's got a little maturity on it. Um, I think that th- this wasn't mentioned, but Julia has talked about this. Uh, Belvin- the Balvini fifteen, uh, the sherry cask, and smoked salmon with grilled asparagus. Oh, my Lord. Um, Smoked salmon is absolutely my jam. Um, Some great, put a great rub over the top of it and then maybe glaze it with a little bit of uh, maple syrup, throw it on the smoker. And you know what? Grilled asparagus, very simple. Olive oil, uh, salt and pepper, throw it on the grill. Go to town. So, So I was trained classically, which means... You're full of shit. Everything has to have 75 different sauces to accompany it. So my question is, is when we're doing the smoked salmon and grilled asparagus, are we doing hollandaise and or bernays? I'm thinking that smoked salmon is more of a, of a remoulade. Let's be rebels here. Well, you're going to hell. All right. Just, Justin's, Justin's <laughs> head literally just flew off of his body. I don't have words for you anymore. <laughs> uh, Tyler... He just looked at me like I'm the Antichrist, which is true. But um, yeah, that was awesome. I love that. Yeah. Uh, again, Tyler, uh, coming down with the uh, the Oban 14 and pot roast. Mad respect for this one, my friend. Pot roast is very parable. Um, now, I'm assuming we're doing potatoes, carrots, and the whole spiel with this. The sir baby, you know, the, the, the sir baby peas, the whole thing. So what kind of dude? It's the middle of the fucking show and your phone's going off? Yes. My grandmother's calling me. That is bullshit. You pause this. You're gonna... I don't want to pry into your personal business, but is it is it the radicalized side of your family or I'm the <laughs> radicalized side of my family. Oh, um, okay. So you you you're the bad. Yeah, who's got next? Wait, I had a question about pot roast. Oh, okay. Do you cook your pot roast with red wine? Yeah. You do glaze. You do glaze plan with what kind of red wine? I mean, it depends. Honestly, I, I have one rule with with wine and cooking: if you're not going to drink it, don't cook with it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. buy some two dollar bottle of wine just so that I can have it for cooking wine. 
but that buy is a bottle of wine, use the does. cups you need for the recipe and drink the rest. Yeah. Uh, it's really sad though. People go the opposite route and like, what is the cheapest wine I can get for this recipe? And I'm like, well, did, did you know that actually the better your ingredients, the better the food. So why not get this, which you'll really enjoy drinking and cooking with at the same time. And they hardly ever go for it. I need to utilize uh, your information that you said earlier. Just pick up a bottle and hand it to him and say, you're welcome. Mea culpa. I am one of the, the unwashed masses. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I, when I smoke with bourbon and what did you just say? Called you dirty. I said, yeah, you are. Oh, all right. That's cool. I get it. I, look, at, look at my neck. It's a little red, isn't it? I am a hundred percent not opposed to using things that I've used in the past. I've used Napa cab to throw into a sauce. I've used Amarone. Mm, nice. If it's there, who the fuck's going to drink a whole bottle? I'm certainly not. My liver can't handle the shit that I take normally because it's what I do. That's radicalized flexi bullshit that you said that you put that shit in your cooking. Ah, I'm, I'm not buying it. I buy plain level whiskey, bourbon to run through my barbecue and I buy the little screw top four pack of Sutter Home to uh. put in my pot roast. Uh, I'm going to send you some shit for your pot roast and I want to see if I can use it. What? A, who's next? Please, somebody uh, save us. Jesus. Well, I wanted to jump to Fabulous Fiona's because she has some really fantastic ones and also she also mentioned the Belvedere. Let's see how many times I can say almost or also. I don't know. Julia's brain this week is still a little bit off. That's fine. That's why we drink whiskey and talk about food. Uh, but she has some a lot of really fantastic pairings. So starting off with the Dalmore 12 with steak and veg, and going on to the Belveni 12 and cheese, Belveni 17 and dark chocolate. <clears throat> yes, girl, you're getting, you're getting it. Ooh, a little bit of a flex here. Oh, Justin, do you want to say something? I do. I want to go back. Dalmore 12 and steak with veg. What veg? Oh my God, you and the veg. I suppose you also want to know what we, sauce. Are we Brussels sprouts. Are we Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts with bacon. What are we? I mean, it, yeah, Brussels sprouts with bacon. Bacon is not a vegetable. Brussels sprouts. How dare you? And glazed, with, glazed with balsamic. Um, done. Perfect. That's the. That's now, the. See, that's I was going to go. We're making Fiona. That's it. Done. Broccoli and make carrots. this and send it to us. Broccoli and carrots are a solid side, and also potatoes. You that's know, bullshit. Nobody eats broccoli. What the fuck is wrong with you, Mark? Well, you also we could, like, we could take an episode out on that barbecued animals. So serious, we could take a series. One of my favorite lines from a Jimmy Buffett song is "The Bank of Bad Habits: Rum, cooked animal, and bullshit by the ton." I'd just like to reference that. There you go. Please, please continue. A uh, bit of a flex here with some Johnny Blue, meaning Johnny Walker Blue, and some good milk chocolate. Fiona, I love you. Johnny Walker Blue is total and complete bullshit. Not worth the money, not worth the hype. I whatever. Bet she, she maybe got it like at work or a client got it for her or something. No, I, and I'm not. I'm Fiona. I've been on the wrong end of teasing you before. So, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. You know that I love you and you know you're a great friend of me, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm drawing the line at Johnny Walker Blue because I think okay. it's bullshit. I'm going to back Mark on this one. I've never had it, so I can't say. So, hey, Johnny Walker, send Julia a sample. So, she so not worth it. Now, $300 is total bullshit for that. I will get down with some, J, some JW Green. I, I'm good. Blue. 
think already that's another discussion for another time we should oh we should probably talk all about the johnny walker lineup and how they compare that's that's yeah. another episode i agree look uh look carefully at your next uh at your next uh is <laughs> there we will see i'm loving aaron sauterne cask and tart tatan fucking amazing right there i'm like that's a i don't even know what that is place. with i don't even place. know what that is that she is, even had your sauce, but what is it? Yeah, she she got it going on here. This is this is the dessert right here. This is this is a classic pairing because you're talking about a sauterne cask finished whiskey. You're talking about the savory of the tart tatan, the sweetness of the tart tatan, and then you've got the creme anglaise on this. You've got everything you could ask for, except for like, no, you've got everything you could ask for. You've got the crunchy, you've got the sweet, you've got the savory, you've got the, you've got it all. Yeah, what is the tart tattoo? What is that? Yeah. Please, somebody, please smack him. Where's the sock puppet? What is that? Is that a, like a, is it like a strawberry shortcake it's a or something? Tart. It's a, it's an apple tart. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. A pastry in which the fruit is caramelized in butter and sugar before. Yeah. Okay. It's a tart. Okay. Yeah. So I need to step in here and I need to apologize to my good friend Robert, my fellow writer. Uh, because Julia just skipped right over him and his selection. No one would know. Like, I, mean, I know. You could have just put him after. Robert you is my brother, and I just I have to. I have Any to. Any order, Mark. You know what? There, there are there are two very strong scoring opportunities here. Number one, Robert should have been next because he has a very strong entry here, uh, and I like it a lot. And Fiona should have been the capstone here. I'm just saying. Oh, well, fine. Hurry up and talk about what he's sparing. Like, what? Dude, Brad. He's, uh, so, so, Robert, you've got, you've got LaFrog 10 and peanut butter pretzels. LaFrog. Okay, cool. Yeah. LaFrog cool. 10, swamp water, whatever that bullshit is. Um, I've seen it on the shelf. It's too expensive. I don't think I want to try it. Uh, isn't that the, isn't that the one that, uh, it's like tequila with a worm, but this comes with the polywog, like it's the swamp water. What? Okay, we've got some others here. Uh, David brings us Petey Scotch and Oreo Thins. Who's David? I, I, I have to say, um, I'm not sure on the Oreo Thins, unless we're doing, what are we, are we doing regular Oreo Thins or are we doing the vanilla crap? Also, uh, Oreos is another one that needs to just fucking stop. Isn't double stuff where it's at? What's this thin? Again, what is this Oreo Thin bullshit? Yes, it sure is, Julia. No. So, yeah, what? Ew. So we talked a little tiny bit about barbecue. This guy Shane talks about Texas style oak smoked beef short ribs. I don't Whoa. know what the fuck that is because nice. I gotta say I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. There's no barbecue outside of Tennessee, so this guy, whatever. But he pairs that with cask strength rye. Hey, mm-hmm. Justin, did you ever have you ever listened to Walking to Memphis yet? Derek talks about. Uh, crispy crunchy chicken and bows. Okay. Uh, Nicholas talks about briny oysters and 10th Street. For those of you who don't know, it's a local California distillery, peated single malt. I'm good with that. And then we've got one from Chris S'mores and Rye. Guys, I appreciate you submitting. Have to go along with that. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah, good I with that. Like Confirmed that by a fire pit, he says, because why? I mean, who's doing s'mores indoors? <laughs> yeah. No one. Yeah, Guys, shout out to you, uh, all the Ramblers. 
appreciate you shooting, shooting us these, uh, these answers. So yeah. Um, and we had talked about some of the components in the episode 16, the first part of this two-parter episode. And now you have a lot of fantastic, delicious, real life, tried and true pairings. But if you are looking for more information and really want to dig into this on your own, a really fantastic book that's out there is Which Fork Do I Use With My Bourbon? Uh, by Peggy No Stevens and Susan Reigler. Really fantastic book. Absolutely beautiful layout. Well-written. It's just a very, very fun read. Definitely check it out. Justin, I think you also had one or two recommendations. I, I did, but also Peggy, we love you. You have to come on. Oh my God. Yes, please. Yes, I will. I will reach out to Peggy No. Mark my words. Peggy No Stevens will be a guest on this show. I will die, but that's okay. Cause Peggy then can just take my spot. Perfect. We've got a slew of people waiting to take Julia and or Mark's spot. And the only reason I'm not going away is because I have all the passwords. But uh, yeah, I do have a couple of uh, couple of favorite books that I think are worth checking out. Um, what to eat with what you, you drink. I'm sorry, what to drink with what you eat is the name of the book. Apologies, I can't find the actual book. His phone's, his phone's ringing again. I can um, I can't find the book on my shelf at the moment, so I don't remember who the hell wrote it. But uh, we'll we'll have those links uh, to the to the books in all of the socials and all that other stuff. Um, but don't don't you have a book coming out? Come on, give yourself a plug. You have a book coming out sometime in 2029. We'll see how it goes. Julia plugged her thing. Yeah, she did. She did plug her thing. We're just um, plugging all over the place. What? Yeah. Well, guys, I think that about wraps it up for that note. A day. Oh, God. If you guys like the stupid shit that we say and do and the artist entire vibe, please join our Facebook community. We have a fantastic Facebook group called Swig and Ramble, obviously. Uh, and we would love to see you there because then also you'll get cool shout outs like we just did on this show. You get to weigh in. It's a really fantastic group filled with fabulous people. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. And be sure to join us next time when we discuss those assholes who only want dessert first. That sounds really good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Follow us at Swig and Ramble on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers!